family listened to our podcast. They did. My yeah. whole family. Yeah. And honored. I literally walked into my uncle's house. They all listened to the Christmas vacation episode naturally. Yeah. And they immediately corrected me on things that we said that was wrong. Fair or... enough. They're the experts. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, Dan, uh, Din- is it Dennis Quaid and Randy Quaid? Remember how I was like, I wondered if they were related. They are. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> we got it after the fact. Yeah. So if you were dying over that fact and didn't look it up yourself. Now you know. <laughs> now you know, which you definitely knew beforehand. Yeah, if you yeah, care yeah. about the Quades. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also questioned the quality of some of the movies that we've chosen, specifically Paul Blart. So fair. Yeah. Yeah, we regretted that. <laughs> like, before we had to talk about it. Oh. Yeah. It really sucked the life out of us. Yeah, it did. And yeah. you could tell on you the episode. Tell. So low energy. Because my cousin was like, he's like, you know, with a, your name, I imagine it's like movies that are good, but they just didn't, you know, reach not you know, Oscar level. That was the idea. And he was like, but then you did Paul Blart. He's got him. You know what? He's got us there. <laughs> our eyes were bigger than our stomach with that one. I, I thought that we would be able to find some redeeming qualities in it. I really did, too. We did not. Don't listen to the episode. We hated it. <laughs> if you we hated made it this it. far. It was uncomfortable doing it. Yeah. It was bad. It's not great. Also, um, the, some of them questioned Ella Enchanted as well. How dare they? I agree. I was like, <laughs> Ella Enchanted is a high quality movie. Yeah. That one was killer. That deserved really way more recognition. Ella Enchanted. <laughs> I got Ella Enchanted for my sister for Christmas because she was the one that introduced me to that movie. I, a teen boy, was never going to find it or preteen. Whenever Ella yeah, Enchanted yeah, yeah, came yeah. out. Yeah. But we really enjoyed it. And freaking nailed that christmas gift she loved it yeah and it's Solid. a good movie and i stand by it i agree and athway can do no wrong unless she's canceled in which case get out of here <laughs> are you so quick to turn <laughs> i don't know who knows what the future holds melissa i don't know this person in real life and hathaway canceled at one point i have no idea yeah there is something she made a comeback recently oh really it was with where did um, she go um well it's just like people kind of like wrote her off i can't remember what it was i watched a video about it okay but then after the oceans movie Mm -hmm. that she was in oceans eight yeah 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 Yeah. then just people are like oh oh welcome back Anne hathaway (laughs) (laughs) for that movie that came out like four years ago (laughs) um but anyways so we've got some listeners and they've got some suggestions of movies i will take all of their Mm -hmm. suggestions especially for the vacation movie they're the ex your family are the experts they are they've they have accepted that movie to a degree that i will never accept any movie yeah like they live and breathe that movie in christmas time how could i ever question it my dad was here over the christmas weekend Uh and every day he wore a different christmas sweater that was christmas vacation themed incredible (laughs) i was like where's mine at (laughs) the only one who gets christmas vacation sweater it's a good gift so that's all i got that was great yeah (laughs) oh oh my cousin also said that we have good podcast voices do we Mm -hmm. i'm glad he said that because i don't feel that's true for myself 
Um, I'll take it. I think I feel like you do. You think so? I feel every time I listen to myself, I feel like I sound so nasally. What? And that I like drag. No. And I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> no, you have a great podcast voice, and you have great comedic timing, and <laughs> you are wonderful and a cherished friend. Can you repeat those? I'm gonna write them down. To <laughs> well, they're recorded forever. So if you just want to take that, that's I'll fine. just play it. Yeah. Whenever anybody doubts. <laughs> Play when you doubt, Melissa. That's what that's what's there for. Thank you, Elliot. Maybe I can get like one of those voice boxes, like you know how you pull the string and Woody says there's a stake in my boot. Mm -hmm. Maybe that'll be your next Christmas gift. It'll be a little Melissa. (laughs) Pull the cord. She says she says with my voice. (laughs) Or you could just get one of those um, North Pole pins. Like from our movie oh, yeah. today. Oh gosh, they do that too. They do the Home Alone your bit. Voice yeah, and plays it back to you immediately. Home Alone is infectious. It gets in everywhere. Home Alone. Yeah, you know, in Home Alone, he has that little uh, recording device where he records oh, people. Yeah, is yeah, that Home Alone yeah. too? Is that Home Alone? I don't know, but Maybe I do know both. what you're talking about. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, you get so it. It's, it's the first one too, because he he does it to the movie. And then he gets the pizza where he's like, yeah. keep the change, you filthy animal. Yes. And then he shoots at him. In the... Yeah, that's great. That happens. Mm-hmm. Great. What I'm saying is Home Alone is all Christmas movies. All Christmas movies wish they were Home Alone. This is a... Okay. Wow, that's a strong statement. It's my strong statement. Yeah. <laughs> Especially this sorry, sad sack of a movie. Did you really not like this movie that I much? I didn't hate it that much, but I did hate it a lot initially. Like I yeah. started watching it and I... I actually had to turn it off after like 15 minutes because it was such, I was riding high on this trilogy and this yeah. movie hit me hard. This movie, I feel like the the lore part of this movie just like a bro- blew up what we'd been building. It, it did a lot, but it also like just, just pure quality of movie, it plummets. Yeah. Like it really throws out any amount of sincerity that it was building up in the movies mm-hmm. and it kind of sells it out for lame jokes and sound effects yeah and a lackluster ending to the trilogy really yeah. it was kind of disappointing but i remember liking this movie a lot i don't remember this movie at all maybe i never never watched it like whenever i was sitting with Dries when i was about to watch santa claus 2 he was like, is this the one with Jack Frost? And I said, no. And he's like, oh, I'll just watch that one with you. Mm. Like, he didn't want to watch two. He just wanted to watch three. I'm like, yeah, that's what, how I felt. That's so interesting. But I disagree now. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, noticeably. Yeah. Um, okay, so background on the Santa Claus 3, the escape clause. Yes. Um, which is just, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so this one was released in 2006. Rated G, got an IMDb of 4.8. Um, Dang, 4.8. Um, rotten Tomatoes of 17%. Wow. The audience really turned. score. Was, I mean, they didn't love it, I guess, initially. So by the third one, they're just like, oh, gosh. It was bad. And then mm. the audience score was 38%. Yeah, I feel some. I wrote down the movie tagline for mm-hmm. this. <laughs> it said, his time at the North Pole is about to go south. That's good. Dang. Gosh, that's good. It's really stupid, but it's good, though. It delivers. Yeah. Like Santa does. On several levels. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Very good. They make that joke in the movie. 
Yeah, at the end, whenever Carol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, not till midnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I want to take a moment to read off some of the critic reviews that I found. Um, there's a couple, but I'll go through them pretty Please. quick. Um, so these are all negative reviews, Tracks, but, yeah, they're... That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> but they were funny. Um, playing Jack Frost as an evil cross between Liza Minnelli and Liberace, Martin Short is a welcome presence, but his tired series, this tired series continues drawing from its bag of bland gags and dumb slapstick. Frost turns the occasion into a swag-saturated consumer orgy, which the film condemns, even as it hams up the product placement for Red Bull. (laughs) (laughs) Which they do have a lot of product placement, even though it's like Red Deer. Yeah, it's Red Deer. It's Red Bull. Stupid. Um, Why do elves have branded gear? Anyway, whatever. I like this one. Santa's traditional cry of ho, ho, ho has never sounded more like a three stab wounds of pain and horror. Oh my gosh, holy crap. (laughs) Gosh, that's good. Um, We're getting a turkey and ham for the holidays. Santa is so dumb, he should be demoted to cleaning cleaning up after Joffrey the giraffe at Toys R Us. Brutal. Yeah. Kind of drag Joffrey into this. <laughs> I did not know that that was his name. I didn't know that was his name either. Um, it's not even Jeffrey. It's Joffrey. Is it's Joffrey spelled, a typical name people have? I don't know. It's spelled like Joffrey, so I just assumed it was All Joffrey, right. but it could definitely be Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Um, squeaky clean, but you might die of boredom. And the cinematic equivalent of tertiary syphilis. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's just unnecessary. Stop. Come on, you're rating a children's movie. (laughs) Calm down. They're so brutal. They just tore it apart completely. Gosh, I didn't like this movie either, but goodness gracious. I was just cracking up reading these. I was like, wow. Not received well. I guess it's fun to kick a bad movie, but golly. Yeah, I saw one guy who gave a positive review. And he's like, I'm not going to be the guy that gives a bad review for Santa Claus. And I was like, okay, yeah, good on him. Yeah. I mean, it's still a kid's movie. It like, is. It's for there's children. a limit to how much you can really criticize it. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, whatever. All trilogies uh, or all unnecessary uh, third movie installments are pretty shameless cash grabs that uh probably deserve a bit of hate that's this true one definitely falls in unless that. it's like a book series thing and there's like a certain amount of movies you have to do like lord of the ring yeah yeah or hunger games or hunger games i never saw the third hunger games what like i read the book but like i never watched it i think they made four yeah because they split it up into two you're right everybody started doing that after harry potter did it mm-hmm. didn't really work out for too many people no, because it doesn't. It's not necessary. Although Hobbit, I think the Hobbit like cleaned up whenever they split, because they were going to do two movies, I think, and then they split up the second one mm-hmm. into two. Yeah, did the Five Armies and Desolation of Smog and vice versa, mm-hmm. and they still cleaned up. They made money. Well, it's the Hobbit. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean that's fair. <laughs> you got a good point. So I know we don't do any research on whether or not they won awards. Um, 
but it did get nominated for several awards for the Golden Raspberry Awards. Are those the fake awards? Yeah, that's the like parody, like, like award did a bad show. Job award. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Tim Allen for worst actor. Tim Allen and Martin Short for worst on-screen couple. Martin Short for worst supporting actor. They don't still do these, do they? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Worst prequel or sequel. And worst excuse for family entertainment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is. Wow. This is all on their Wikipedia page. I was like, oh, I'm adding that all in. All right. Okay. They didn't win any of those. Oh, good. I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> I don't think it was either. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining enough. Like, if my child wanted to watch it, I wouldn't be like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the the thing that hurt me the most with this movie is that by this point, we're like three movies deep mm-hmm. or I guess two before watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm so invested. Yeah. I got so deep into these. I was really liking them. And then this one was like, hey, you like these, you dummy? These yeah. are for kids, loser. I'm like, yeah, I guess. But gosh. I felt like it was building and then it just like went flat. Yeah. Like they, they clearly stretched themselves on the last one. We're like, well, we don't. I don't know. He wants to so time travel. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do that. An escape plot. Oh, let's just like cancel everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In this world we've been building. Yeah. Yeah. It's irresponsible. A little bit. <laughs> um, so you want to give us a a plot? Okay. So short one line for this movie: Santa time travels. Uh, longer version is. So Santa has been Santaing for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got Carol, his lady wife, uh, up in the North Pole with him. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. Everyone's happy. Uh, but Carol is not that happy. Because as we discussed in Santa Claus 2, she left her entire life to go up to the North Pole and be with Scott Calvin. And she misses her family, who she can't tell anything to. Because I guess they can't be trusted with secrets. Yeah, but he gets to tell his whole family. Yeah, wild. Um, which I guess they're better at secrets. Is that the only... Anyway, whatever. Ridiculous. Um, but so she wants her... Basically, she wants community because mm-hmm. she only has Scott and a bunch of children. Um, yeah. Big children, non-humanoid uh, mm-hmm. creatures. And so Scott, in an effort to make his wife happy, brings her parents up to the North Pole Gosh, how do I say the weird magic creature stuff that's happening? So there's also, unrelated to all the family drama, there is a lot of hassle around a less beloved... Man, this is why I write them down beforehand. (laughs) I think it's going great. (laughs) A less beloved magical creature, Jack Frost, who... Actually, you know what? I'm just building back up. I believe in you. Do you? Mm-hmm. Mm. I wish I believed in myself. <laughs> Jack Frost tries to invent Frostmas. Yes. Okay. So while he's trying to make his wife happy, Jack Frost is plotting to take over Christmas for himself because yeah. he's sick of Santa. He's sick of be- living in Santa's shadow. And mm-hmm. so he comes up with several schemes, undermines him at every point, and eventually finds out about the secret clause, the, the exit escape clause Mm -hmm. which uh is essentially time travel yeah and it goes back and makes that the the santa that is currently santa 
had never been Santa. Uh-huh. And it does it through very convoluted and complicated and stupid rules because time travel is complicated and convoluted and stupid. And uh, that's kind of what the movie is about, is Jack Frost trying to be Santa while Scott's trying to fix his family. Yeah. And it's bad. But it's not, like, aggressively bad. It's just bad. It's just like a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, this one really felt like they were just like, we just got to clock this script out in Mm -hmm. a weekend. Yeah. Uh, We did it. Here's the third one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's so many... Like, that, that review about slapstick comedy is more true about this movie than the previous two movies combined. Mm-hmm. There's so many just dumb slapstick jokes yeah. that aren't funny. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe they're funny to kids. It's hard to remember what I found funny as a kid. Maybe yeah. I just was like, yeah, this is, this is entertaining. Like maybe like the thought of it being funny wasn't mm-hmm. even really a part of the equation. Yeah. I just feel like as a kid, I really liked, cause it was 2006. Yeah. So I was like, what? 10, 11, that's 10. Yeah. And so I just think I liked looking at it because it's a lot, it's brighter <laughs> yeah. than the other movies. Sure. And like Jack Frost is an interesting character to look at and, you know. It is much brighter and much goofier. Mm-hmm. And like you get to spend more time with the North Pole, which is more exciting, I guess, yeah. in theory. And so, yeah, I guess this one's a little bit more dynamic in that way. But it, yeah. Yeah. It's. It's worse. It's noticeably worse. Like within minutes of turning this movie on, I just like, oh no, yeah, oh no, 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 no. Okay. Anyway, let's fast track this so we can get to all of the lore (laughs) stuff that blows up our previous lore. Okay, so we got a couple new characters. There's a there's several, but I just wrote down Martin Short Mm -hmm. as Jack Frost, and then Abigail Breslin. There is Abigail Breslin. (laughs) Spencer Breslin got her a spot in the movie. Yeah. I I I saw her and I was like, oh, this she is a plays weird... such a small part. Well, yeah, she's she's just an elf that's not even in the main story. Her name's Trish, though. She's credited as Trish. <laughs> Didn't we already have a Trish in this? I no, it was know. Tracy in the previous mm. movie. We did oh, a big song and dance. And I kept saying that the mom's name was Linda, and you were like, me, I think it's Laura, but you didn't fully correct me. It is Laura. I was perfectly fine with it either way. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly going to continue the bit and keep calling her Linda or Laura. Whoever she is. Whichever one. Yeah. Um, but again, there's other actors, but those are the two that I wanted to point out. Yeah. Abigail Breslin's here. We lost David Kremholtz, sadly. Yeah. He had, I looked it up. He had like, um, was he on a show or something like that? He was currently doing numbers, yes. but whenever they brought back the Santa Claus as the TV show, they interviewed him about it and be like, hey, what happened with you in the third movie? And he said, oh, hey, it actually wasn't because I had scheduling issues. It was because my role in the third movie was so small. I just thought it, like, it's, I, it's, no, it's not worth returning to. Mm. And so I won't. And he didn't. That's a bummer. Because yeah. Bernard would have never have let half of the stuff happen. No, Bernard is responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Curtis is a Curtis terrible is head elf. Bad. He's a bad head elf. Terrible. But he does get the head elf powers that makes him taller. So he's allowed to age. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah. You're so right. He got the taller head elf powers. Yeah. Okay. What else did you what did you like about this? 
um, Neil's reversible sweater at the beginning. He does have a reversible sweater. Neil is great in this movie. He is he is peak Neil, and by that I mean he's a caricature of his former self. He really is. He's lost all <laughs> substance. Yes. And he is he just... He has no edge. All of the good things. Yeah. Always happy to be here. <laughs> I loved whenever he did the... What was it? I wrote it down. Um... Uh, a, a feelings inventory. And the whole family <laughs> takes a deep breath in. <laughs> ridiculous so good it is it is fun i wrote uh, I, at, the, at the beginning i was like i kind of like jack frost i don't actually like him oh really so i mean like he's fine yeah i found him pretty enjoyable i don't know i like that he didn't have a real plan and he was just kind of making it up as he went along he's like i have an idea of what i want to yeah. happen but how it's gonna happen yeah, is just i'll gonna find it <laughs> figure it out yeah which is really more realistic yeah. villain <laughs> i like that a lot <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like how weirdly like flirty he was. Didn't love that. Bit. I agree. That I thought creepy. that was weird. Mm-hmm. Is that like a thing that Martin Short did? Was that I don't was, know. like his joke angle? But I do love that he. I kept on asking all the humans to be his elf. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take a moment. My dog doesn't let anybody pet him, and he just walked up to Elliot and is letting him pet him, and it's pretty. A pretty big deal. This is the best. <laughs> I've been coming over here for so long. Yeah. And Archie has avoided me at every turn. Yeah. Oh my. This is the first time I've ever pet your dog. Yeah. Ever. He looks a little like, I don't know. He's not sure. He's not sure about it, but he, he's still here. I'm proud of you, buddy. Conquering oh fears. Archie. Archie, are we friends now? <laughs> Is this all going to get cut? I don't know. <laughs> or is this a, a memorable moment? moment? This is so beautiful. I'm proud of you. Both of you. Oh my god. I'm glad this happened, like, before I meet your kids. Because, like, I feel like, like, you know, uh, uh, mm. meeting your kids is going to be really special. Like, it's going to be beautiful to meet the twins. But, like, if I meet them and then I have like this dumb face when Archie like lets me pet him for the first time and I'm just sitting here for 30 minutes You're being like, like more in awe yeah I'm like is that rude of me <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I got it out of my system now thank you Archie way to go buddy okay what were we talking about <laughs> what we liked about the Santa Claus 3 something so much more special happened just now Melissa very true Okay. Yeah. Um, I loved that they turned the North Pole into Canada. That was a good bit. All, I did think that was funny. And I wrote down what they did on the Christmas tree lot. Mm-hmm. So there was one sign that said, real Canadian Christmas trees. And then it said, from right here in Canada. <laughs> the next one said, which is where you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. I was like, that's pretty great. Yeah, that's a good bit. Dang. I wish I'd seen those signs. That's very funny. It was funny. Yeah. All the little Canadian jokes were very funny from the parents. I did like that a lot. Mm-hmm. As stupid as it was. Yeah. Like the world, this is a world where a man dressed vaguely like Santa for a year and everyone was like, you're gaslighting your son to make, San- think, make him think Santa's real. Uh-huh. We're taking your son away from you. Mm-hmm. You're endangering him. But they take two people who are pretty smart people to the actual North Pole. Yeah. And they're like, we're in Canada. This is Canada. This is Canada. Sure. 
Yeah. Everyone's just a little short. Everyone's just weirdly short. <laughs> they're, they're nice. Extremely they're young. <laughs> they're also children, which we're not going to mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctor. <laughs> and they're all wearing hats, which we're not going to mention. <laughs> oh, it's weird we can't see anyone's ears. Uh-huh. The only other tall people are Scott's it. family. Oh, strange. And but, this but like, guy who has the most frosted tips I've ever seen. It's true. Insane. But, like, I imagine myself in a situation, and I would fill in with logical mm-hmm. information that I deem logical and ignore all of the... So you're saying that if you had never seen any pictures of Canada, and you went over to a place that was cold, and everyone was actual children, you'd be like, this is Canada. Like, wow, Canada's a little bit different than I thought. (laughs) If you looked up at the sky, you didn't see the sky. Instead, you saw ice because they are underground, I remind you. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, wow, this is a tourist trap. (laughs) (laughs) Canada is a literal tourist trap, it turns out. (laughs) We're in a big igloo. It's nothing more Canada than that. This feels very Canadian to me. I'd be like, wow, wow, we must be close to Alaska up yeah. here, you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. But anyway, it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Or stupid. It's hard to differentiate the two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything else you got? I have uh, mostly stuff I didn't like. I have a lot of stuff on things I... I really just loved Neil and Laura's um, excitement mm-hmm. of being... So excited. At the North Pole. Yeah. And Lucy. Lucy was stoked. And, and Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved that Carol and Laura had such a good relationship. Yeah. I liked I was it. like, so healthy. Yeah, they're so friendly. Look at that blended yeah. family. And like the, <laughs> the parents were just like, oh, you're, you're... Scott's really close to his ex-wife. That's weird. And you didn't tell us they were going to be a Christmas, but our daughter's okay with it, but we're going to be against it. Yeah, it was seems really intense. strange. She was really intense. I was like, that's aggressive. Like, if they're aggressive. functioning well as a family, and obviously Carol's okay with it, yeah. and it's like, in cahoots with Laura, yeah. and they're like, friending it up. Exactly. <sighs> Trust your daughter. Yeah. Carol, Carol's got a good head on her shoulders. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Well, except for the time when she fell in love with a man. And abandoned her entire life. Ab- That's a good point, actually. <laughs> in 28 days. Yeah, it was very fast. <laughs> yeah. She, honestly, a lot of her personality changed as well. She's not as much of a stickler, like, firm. That's very she's, true. She's, she, like, went kind of just real, real chill, except for the part about needing tall people. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. She was like teaching elves and she wasn't she wasn't calling a single one of them out on their lack of enthusiasm. That's true. That's not the Caroline. That's not the Caroline. <laughs> Maybe it's kind of like Santa Claus. No, that's saying Yeah, the hardware the software. Mrs. Claus she got integrates. she got rewritten. She's more cheery. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Okay, things you don't like, you can start. Okay. Uh okay. I really okay, this is a compliment slap which means i start with a compliment and i end with an insult so i really like that the story is about carol and her adjusting to abandoning her entire life into this new life Mm -hmm. i do feel like that's the the natural progression for her story i don't love that she feels like a supporting character in this i feel like she should be co-starring because it is like Mm -hmm. her story right more than scott's like i know that it's the Santa Claus and Santa Claus got to be main up in front and center. 
and like it, the clause has to be about him because he's Santa Claus. But it's weird that she's not co-starring. Like she, she's not in a lot of this. Like whenever they go back in time, she's not in that at all. Obviously, yeah. And so I just feel kind of bummed out by that. I feel like she should have had a bigger role. Yeah, I agree with that. Because yeah, it was all based around her and mm-hmm. like trying to adjust to life in the North Pole and being Mrs. Claus and blah blah blah. But it was still him. Yeah. That we followed. Yeah. So I can I can agree with that. Anyway. That was that was my my story criticism, but I sure. have several smaller criticisms. Okay. But what do you got? Um, I just want to reiterate what I said earlier that Curtis is the worst at all. Curtis is terrible. He literally gives away. I just feel like he has like he got Marty McFly into giving the game away. Yeah. Yeah. He. I feel like he has like small man syndrome because yeah. he was an elf, but now he's taller. <laughs> He's not adjusting to tall elf life very well. No. He's still thinking like a small elf. Yeah. And so I'm like, he just keeps giving away secrets. He's exactly. like, I know information, yep. which is what we saw in Clean of Clouds 2. And, mm-hmm. But Bernard was able to like adjust it and mm-hmm. fix it. Bernard is living the tall elf life for like hundreds of years. Yeah. He's, he's got the self-confidence. Uh-huh. And now he's gone on to tall elf retirement, presumably. Sure. Where they go off to Hawaii. And uh-huh. they just live like regular people, but they're immortal or something. Yeah. But and then Curtis took over Curtis and did a terrible job. Yeah, he's awful. And so is no, this is the lore question. I'll okay. ask it later. Okay, great. Uh, my my big complaint. Uh, I think I've talked a little bit about it. Is that there's so many bad jokes in this yeah. movie that. Like, in the previous two movies, you could feel, like, the sincere heart of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you could really get behind uh, Scott Calvin trying to uh, be a good father to his son or keep a hold of him, not let him uh, leave and him driving him away because he's turning into Santa or something. But in this one, it's kind of just slapstick and jokes and don't let the in-laws see that it's the North Pole and... Uh, and yeah. I just think that like they they really lose themselves in the jokes for way way too long, and they're not funny. I just and, felt like there could have been more going on with like the story or yeah, like, or, like anything that's sincere. Yeah, but most of it was just kind of not that mm. not not it didn't feel that serious or that pressing or that it, it, anything that could have been serious or pressing, which there wasn't a lot of it was pretty much undercut by uh, Martin Short doing a little joke or, mm-hmm. or like, you know, the, the, the toys are exploding and now we got to put them back in the boxes or whatever. And like, it doesn't really. Yeah, anytime there was a moment, there was like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a chaos or comedy or mm-hmm. like a little quip mm-hmm. that interrupted it so you couldn't fully feel out that moment. Yeah. Or it wasn't like real. It was manufactured and Martin Short was behind it all. And there yeah. wasn't actual, actual hurt feelings or mm-hmm. uh, somebody doing something that hurt another person. It was just Martin Short manipulating it. Mm-hmm. And then once they solved the Martin Short problem, everything was fine. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Which means there wasn't really any like yeah. growth. No, no for room their for growth. Characters. There's no actual fault. Yeah. Exactly. Because it was all Jack Frost's yeah, exactly. fault. Yeah. Um, I have a. Why does everyone else have memories of the past 12 years? Good question. Except Scott Calvin. I have absolutely no idea. I don't know. It also seemed like Jack Frost had memories of the last 12 years. Like he had lived them, but Mm -hmm. for some reason Scott Calvin didn't. Yeah. Which is weird. 
Because he's like, oh, it got boring and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, didn't you go through the time travel, too? Like, what's going on? Why did why did, did you it, get to live the last 12 years? Did it make sense to me? Yeah. Bizarre. Why were they even sent back in time at all? Like, why would a version of them be sent back in time? Wouldn't it just be that Santa, they never got the opportunity to be Santa? Because under the normal rules of the escape clause, mm-hmm. or not under the normal rules, if the escape clause was just you were never Santa at all, then you just wouldn't have been Santa. But the escape clause instead sends the person holding the snow globe back in time yeah. to presumably prevent the person themselves, their past selves, from becoming Santa. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Why is there an extra step? Why do you? Right. Why is it on autopilot? Why has it got to be manual? Like why? Yeah. Why is there room for human error there? In reality, it should just send them back. You should just be the past version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, you're an alternate reality version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely insane and also I, why would you be able to bring anyone else back with you I, if santa is the only person that can activate the snow globe why should anyone else be able to go back with him mm-hmm. anyway whatever <laughs> i have a lot more questions about the time travel but we'll get to to that because i have a few more things i want to run through number one no bernard that's just we've talked about it but i have to bring it up again mm-hmm. it's bad number two comet is just full fart machine at this point and i yes. said it last time that that they put Common in these movies just for the fart joke, and I am validated. That is exactly why he existed in this movie. He was just fart machine, and it was bad. And it was bad. It was bad. Number three, at the end of the movie, uh, so Jack Frost is behind everything. He takes over this hand position once he kicks Scott Calvin out because he tricks Scott Calvin. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, Scott Calvin is back as Santa. They defeated Jack Frost, but Jack Frost is frozen. Uh, Laura and Neil. And so they, and he refuses to unfreeze them. He's like, hey, unfreeze my ex wife and her husband. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, because I would have to unfreeze myself to do that because that's how my weird Jack Frost powers work, I guess. And they were all like, uh, Mother Nature, can't you do something? She's like, no, our powers don't work on each other for some reason. It doesn't make any sense. It's absolutely bonkers. Why do you, what are you talking about? Your how do you don't regulate work? each other? You just punch him in the face. Like that would work. <laughs> anyway whatever so uh yeah how do you regulate each other what's the point of the council if you can't yeah. actually move against the others what does yeah. your vote mean like what if you had all voted him out of the council and he was just like actually no what are you gonna do about it yeah you can't do anything <laughs> you can't do anything. they're essentially powerless you're powerless against each other anyway she says i can't do anything about it so jack frost has the upper hand they're gonna stay frozen forever and so scott calvin goes over to his adorable niece uh lucy and is like hey lucy you got this? And she goes, do you think it'll work? He says, do you believe? And she gives him a powerful magical girl hug and it melts his heart and he turns into normal Martin Short. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I have that written down. It's absolutely bonkers! <laughs> what in the world? Why is she magic? I don't understand. I've, I wrote this down in lore. I was like, is this like the same thing as Love Conquers All I from guess, like Disney yeah. Princess movies. It was Insider all along. It was Insider all along. I just, I don't get it. So if Lucy hugged any of the other creatures, like, would that do something? I guess it would feel warm because she's magic. She's magical hugs. What? I don't know. Is it's- this weird pandering to the target demographic? 
it's like, oh, if there's somebody who has like an adult in your life who's like angry, just give them a hug. I guess. Maybe that's the moral we're supposed to take away. It does feel dangerous, (laughs) doesn't it? Also, Martin Short was objectively a bad guy. He wasn't a family friend or anything. No. Just a bad dude. Yeah. He shouldn't hug bad dudes. They don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Just don't hug (laughs) that froze your parents? No. Yeah. I just I don't understand how that happened. I don't get it. Also, do we want to dive into lore, or do you have anything else you want to talk uh, let about? Let me see. Oh, this isn't really a complaint. I'm just wondering, is Buddy a weird Christmas thing? Because Santa and Carol named their son Buddy, but Elf had already come out in 2003, I think. And so Buddy the Elf, and now Buddy Claus exists. Is Buddy like a weird Christmas lore thing that a lot of Buddies and Christmas stories exist? I did not catch that. Okay. And no. I was just curious. I don't think it's a weird coincidence. Is. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Okay. I guess it is. I don't think it's a coincidence. <laughs> you think they're like, Buddy the Elf is hot right now. <laughs> Gotta get into this Buddy game. Seriously, probably. Yeah. Or maybe it's a weird crossover with Air Bud. Maybe Santa Buddies draws that. Maybe there's a crossover. Santa Buddies. Santa Buddies. So all buddies. the little Santa pups oh, are playing Santa? That's. Yeah. I would imagine them more in the reindeer role. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, they talk and everything. Elves. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the Air Bud movies work. I've never seen an Air Bud movie. Are you serious? You used to watch them all the time. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, don't want to watch them for this podcast. <laughs> we're, we're not. <laughs> I refuse. Even the first one. No. Like, I'm sure that. it's fun, but I'm good. Yeah. Let's leave that word. I say that until I have to watch it, I guess. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, that's it. Let's go to lore. Okay. So, suddenly Santa has magic. He always had begin- magic. No, I thought in the last one, they, like, gave him a magical watch that he could use. He no, it was... have the uh, magic. It was just a meter showing how much magic he had left. Oh. It was stupid. It didn't make any sense. But, okay. yeah. Then I just missed that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's always had magic. Okay. Then that's just an error on my part. But I think that, like, our main discussion was if Santa is magic or if he just holds magic while he's Santa. And I think that he just holds the magic. I think so, too. Yeah. I think it's gone if he's not Santa anymore. Yeah. And even if you think he's, if he's out of the North Pole for too long, I think it's also gone. Yeah. But while he's in the North Pole, he can do super magic cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Except like for little... stop Christmas trees from falling over. Which it feels like you should have specific Christmas tree magic to stop that from happening. I agree. Yeah. I think he was just overwhelmed. He was very overwhelmed. So. Everyone was overwhelmed in that moment. They didn't even notice <laughs> Jack Frost get down on all fours to unscrew the tree. He did so much stuff. I'm like, why is nobody why is no seeing one noticing this? this? Yeah. I don't understand. It's absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I really hate that this movie blows up our merciless elves. It does. Theory. Yeah. It because does. Because whenever Jack Frost takes over as Santa, mm-hmm. in our previous mm-hmm. theory, they would have gotten rid of they him. They would have killed him. They would have killed him fast. But, but so maybe then... they're behind it. Maybe they're like, this is actually a good alternative to Christmas magic. This way we just run on usd i but guess they looked so pitiful they looked pretty sad that's yeah. a good point maybe it was bernard this whole time 
maybe it wasn't like a coal elf conspiracy. Maybe Bernard has been the brains behind everything. Or what if like um what if they knew that this is what their Santa needed to be able to keep going? Like they knew Scott would come. Yeah. The hero that was foretold. <laughs> they tried to wait it out. <laughs> like, so Scott and Jack Frost aren't the people, the only people that have their memories. The elves also have their memories and they're just playing along for yeah. 12 years. That's a blink of an eye to an elf. Yeah. And when Santa comes back, he'll defeat Jack Frost and then have enough gas to keep going. Yes. Okay. Or... Jack Frost still had his Jack Frost powers mm -hmm. while he was Santa, so he's too powerful for them to get I like rid that. Of. Yeah. They were actually helpless. Yeah, they couldn't do anything. Yeah. Because their Santa magic doesn't work on other magical creatures. Mm hmm Okay. I'll buy that. I'd buy it. So that would be interesting for Claws of Thrones. <laughs> So good, yeah. Because <laughs> if Mother Nature took over the Santa Claus position, mm -hmm. and she had two magic, two their magic doesn't work on magics. her. They just have to use swords. Just what I imagined was happening in Claws of Thrones. I think there's a lot of swords, a lot of swords and shields. Mm -hmm. And if you got magic, try it out. But like you know, you still can't take a sword to the chest. I would really like to see a like a. Fully magical and metal battle, like sword battle in Clash okay. of Thrones. Okay. I mean, I feel like the world is very magic because we have like Mother Nature, Nature Land, and the, the wilds of the winter, like North Pole, and the sands of time dunes, you know, like, mm -hmm. and whatever weird, weird stuff Father Time has going on. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't actually know what Father Time's powers are. New time. So can he fast forward time? Presumably. So is he the one that does the time thing for Santa Claus to go deliver all of his presents? It's actually a really good point. Maybe. Okay. So the theory that young Charlie had in the first movie was that there was some sort of time dilation stoppage thing whenever he was in the sleigh. Yeah. Which I don't think the math still adds up there. But that was his theory. So maybe Father Time like hooked like a hourglass, <laughs> I don't know, a magic hourglass uh -huh. into the sleigh. And so whenever Santa's flying around, it stops. And whenever he gets out of it, I guess it's back somehow. I imagine that Father Time had to help all of the legendary creatures. With time. With time. Sure. Because, like, the Tooth Fairy... Has to go to every kid yeah. in the night. And they're not, it's not like Santa where there's a set route. And it's not like the Easter it's Bunny does anything like, for Easter. Easter Bunny has to go to everybody's house and place eggs outside of everybody's house. Is it the Easter Bunny that's supposed to be the one doing that? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I don't know anything about the Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all not do the Easter Bunny growing up? I mean, I knew of the Easter Bunny and that hiding eggs was a thing, but I guess I never connected that the Easter Bunny himself or herself or however the Easter Bunny works, I don't freaking know, <laughs> but like was hiding the eggs. Yes. That was the Easter Bunny. So he would need help from time. Is Easter Bunny a dude? The, bun the male bunnies don't lay eggs. Female bunnies also don't lay eggs. That's a good point. 
Like, wait a second. Are bunnies bunnies are mammals, right? Wait, hold on a second. What bunnies don't lay eggs at all? I am a twenty-seven-year-old man. <laughs> but you said it, and I had to think about it for a second. I was like, dude. Bunnies. Wait, bunnies lay eggs? No, they don't. I no, know that. No, that no. Hey, that can't be true. No, no, no definitely not. What a wild idea, though. It, Gross. We're talking about Easter <laughs> <Terrifying>. later. <laughs> the ramifications of the Easter bunny. <laughs> you know what? Maybe magical Easter bunny lays eggs, though. Like, regular oh, bunnies that's don't. that's true. Maybe no, magical no, Easter bunny. Because whenever he was at Santa's workshop, bouncing through, he said, ignore the pellets back there. I'll clean them up later. So he does not poop out Easter eggs. I, wait. <laughs> Animals that lay eggs still poop. I don't have a follow up for that, actually. That was the end of that sentence, and let's move on. <laughs> if anyone was to pull a single quote <laughs> from this podcast, just gosh. okay gosh okay anyway moving on from easter bunny forever (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. never talking about the easter bunny again okay Mm -hmm. lore world whatever Mm -hmm. question Mm -hmm. so curtis really emphasizes the sos the secret of santa yeah and then Jack Frost just gets to blow it up with no ramifications well he blows it up and he gets rid of all the christmas magic presumably so then he doesn't actually deliver presents anymore. No, he has people somehow afford tickets to fly all the way up to the North Pole to sign their kids up to be on the nice list, where presumably they also pick up their gifts unless he's delivering them like Amazon to specific kids. Okay, so Christmas doesn't look the same at all anymore. No. Okay. It's a really weird bizarre version of it so then why would he want that outcome because he doesn't have pre- uh, uh, cri- uh, magic anymore magic? i mean he already he still has his magic i guess that's true so he doesn't need the santa magic and he just wanted the glory of being santa uh that's true and he's basically just jurassic parking himself so people come up there and pay him money and watch him sing and dance but there is still a spirit of christmas it's just completely different and I don't think so. You think it's all gone? I think it's all gone, except for the residual stuff that has to exist so he can decide not to be Santa anymore. Okay. Because he still gets to be the escape clause. Okay. But presumably the regular Christmas magic is gone. So they have these snow globes. Uh Uh-huh. Is the Santa essence held in the snow globe? In each individual snow globe? And And they're like Santa snow globe. Maybe. You mean like after they're not Santa anymore? Yeah. Maybe. That's interesting. Like, we can see how many Santas there have been by how many snow globes there are. Yeah. That's interesting. I like that. That was my assumption. Yeah, I like that theory. But then Scott pulls one out of the air, and it's Lucy hugging a snowman, and the snowman turns pink. That's true. So maybe it's just stuff you can make up. Maybe some of them are. Some of them are past Santas. Yeah. And some of them you just feel like, this is, <laughs> this is you, Lucy. I think that he just made that for Lucy. Okay. Using Santa magic. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to hide all the dead Santas. 
Yeah, these are the past dead Santas. <laughs> the if he can communicate like Aang. Oh. Wow. We're adding that into Clause of Thrones. <laughs> well, I, I feel like it kind of goes against the, the spirit of Clause of Thrones. Well, it goes for Clause of Thrones, but it goes against the spirit of the ruthless elves. Because the my thought is that the elves would want to keep Santa as pliable and weak as possible. Mm, that's true. Like that's they true. They want to give him enough power to do his job. And uh, uh, other than that, no. Because we want to be able to cut that cord. So they wouldn't want him to commune with past the Santas, past Santas. Who'd be like, these elves are out to get you. Yeah. Yeah. But then why do they even have the escape clause? If they want to be able to kill Santas, like... Why even give one an out? Like, That's why I think this movie just blows up. It our really does. Because if you building. can just go back in time and stop the Santa from being Santa, then they wouldn't have had to chew through Santas. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this was poorly written and the majority <laughs> of this lore just doesn't apply. <laughs> no, they've forgotten their roots. They've forgotten their grisly deaths of Santa's past. Yeah. Yeah. We were building a world. <laughs> They came for us specifically. This movie that came out in 2006. They were like, no, <laughs> screw that. It's very disappointing. I agree. Um, but anything else you got to add on it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is another thing that kind of blows our theory out of the water or mm-hmm. it's just elf propaganda. Uh, in the early scenes on their little um, uh, stock trading, like, sign that like flashes the how many days left for christmas or whatever they also flash 378 years without an accident which is like are they just blatantly saying that they killed the past santas or are they saying like if our theory is true and somehow this time travel thing doesn't blow it up which it does like are they saying that they have decided to kill all those santas and it wasn't an accident Santa slipping off the roof wasn't an accident. But but it's, Scott hasn't been Santa for 387 years. That's what I'm saying. Like, in the last oh, 12 so years, like Santa the... slipped off the roof. We saw that happen. And if that's not an accident, what is it? I imagine they're talking more of like a workshop accident. That seems insensitive. <laughs> seems incredibly insensitive. Why? A man died being Santa. Died on the job. Well, either way, that would be... It would have to be calculated. Into it's a that. workplace accident. But no. <laughs> they didn't want to pay him. Yeah. They didn't want to pay him workers' comp. Separate. Yeah. And or also, he's dead. Comp, yeah. yeah. They didn't want to pay his family. Anyway, I just thought it was bizarre. I imagine that's in the workshop. Just the elves, because the elves are only They're focused only on elves. themselves. That's actually a really good point. So it supports. It supports our theory our that's theory. also already blown up. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, we kind of talked about the rest. Because most of it is just time travel is stupid. And, and the rules of this time travel don't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. It messes a lot of things up. I don't understand. There's a lot of plot holes mm-hmm. in the time travel. Which, naturally, when you have time travel, if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. I think anytime you have time travel, there's going to be plot holes. There's going to be plot holes. Yeah. But in this one, it's just kind of busted from the jump. But, like... Yeah. Anyway, I just didn't like it. One of the things I thought was weird, though, is Charlie's not in this movie that much. 
Who? Charlie. No, he wasn't. Did yeah. he go? But he didn't fly with them to the North Pole. No, he he got clearance from his dad to go spend Christmas skiing with his girlfriend. Yes. And then whenever they time travel and he goes back to the house, he doesn't have a good relationship with Charlie. So Charlie just leaves. Yeah. And those are his two scenes. Yeah, I think that's a bummer. I wish we would have seen more Charlie. Yeah. Charlie would have sorted this all out. Charlie's we were smart. missing Bernard and we were missing Charlie. Yeah, the smart ones. And they would have been like, everyone needs to pump the brakes. Yeah. Bernard would have been like, you get over there and do this. Curtis, sit down in the corner and face the wall. You're not allowed to do anything yeah. anymore. <laughs> Santa, go spend time with your family. I can actually do this job. <laughs> yeah, Curtis was way too dependent yes. upon Santa. Yeah. This movie really tried to push Spencer Breslin on us. I really, it makes me nervous to watch. I don't want to watch The Clauses. Oh, really? Now, because of this movie. It, it really took the wind out of my sails. Yeah. Yeah. But we get Bernard back. Oh, we do? Mm-hmm. Dave Carmel just come back. And so I guess he's just going to be super old. That elf, that elf magic lets you get tall. This is really going to weigh on him. Yeah, they're all going to have aged, and they're not supposed to really, like, age. No. I want to know how they explain that. Yeah. Maybe, like, if a Santa stays for a long time, they age with the Santa. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. They're I like connected. that. Yeah. That's how elves finally die, is that they choose their Santa to what? go with. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's <It's> deeply... Poetic. <laughs> Good gosh. It's very important to their culture. Yeah. Yeah. Elf culture. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Okay, great. They're not changing anything about that. Yeah. Do you think that... Okay, here's a theory. Here's a theory. Mm-hmm. Do you think that all of the uh, the Santas that they didn't like, that they killed off, do you think that they just liked it and that's why they didn't do the time travel thing? That they were like, it's actually better this way that we learn from our mistakes. We want to keep these memories. We don't want another Santa like him. Wait, what do you mean? They like, just liked it. So you have two outs for a Santa, the way I see it. Mm-hmm. You have the escape clause and you have death. Mm-hmm. And I think that the escape clause, for some reason, whoever created these rules, let it was being feeling sympathetic to the Santas and was like, mm. we'll leave this in so they have an out. But the elves don't really care about the Santa's well-being. Yeah. And so they would rather keep their memories than let the Santa take the out and get to escape. Yeah. Because otherwise they just lose all their memories. Yeah. And so what if instead of letting and telling the Santa about the escape clause, they just kill him. But they told Scott about the escape clause because they actually like Scott. Yeah, I like that. I, I'm tracking with you. Okay. Yes. We're back I think the other Santas, they yeah. didn't They didn't tell him because nah. they were like, nah. nah. But with you, we like you. We so like if, you. if you want an out, we won't kill you. You're my out. So I'm, if you ever get I to die the when point you die, Scott. <laughs> <where> <laughs> you're like, I'm done. <laughs> we won't take you out. We won't take you out. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, when Scott dies, they're going to have like half the elf population because a lot of them just hitch their wagons to Scott. I was just thinking about that. I was like, how many elves can like age with Santa? <laughs> Santa. Yeah, that's what I want from the Santa Clauses that like half of the elf population are just like 20s. That's <laughs> incredibly sad. <laughs> <laughs> they're ready to move on. No, I just imagine it's like the, the, uh, like the head elf and his mm-hmm. helper age okay. with Santa. Okay. All right. Because the head elf powers, they yeah. age with the Santa. Yeah. I like that. 
because the whole elf population, <laughs> if they all like the Santa, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I'm with you, bro. If I was writing this world, I would have it that the elves can elect to age with the Santa if they so choose. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just immortal. Yeah, because what if they get a bad Santa next, you know? Yeah. Well, then they die with the Santa, the previous Santa. And then their children live on, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how elves We haven't seen elves. elf children. Well, yes, we have. They're all because elf children. Of the, we've seen elf children because of the school. Oh, the Carol elementary has. school. They went hard on the elf puns in this yeah. movie. And then whenever it was Canada, Canadian puns. They did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the big good jokes was, I mean, good. One of the jokes that they make is uh, uh, they were like arresting Jack Frost and uh, Santa goes up to them and is like, Elfasers, I have it from here. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, it's good. Yeah, there were some stupid moments yeah. that were like great. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. But, you know. Um. Okay. So, are we adjusting any of the Oscar nominations? I I think this movie proves more than ever that we should have one entry for these movies. Okay. I yeah. Because the, I almost want to discount this movie altogether mm-hmm. because I, the world building just fell apart, fell apart in this movie. Yeah. Maybe our world, our view of the world our building. Great. <laughs> our world's solid. We saved it at the end. We, we figured it out. <laughs> but I just felt like a lot of it fell apart and it was just mm-hmm. um, uh, not well thought out. No, this one felt very cash grabby which yeah. is fine I it's like casually it. put together I'm yeah like, it's like slap eh. it together it's fine but you know whatever um yeah i think that's it okay i, I do have a wait okay, okay so no what, not it elliot has more no i don't have more i just want to know what our our final nomination for this is oh that's what a good question it? um we have it under coolest core concept or best world building I don't I think we I don't think we decided. Okay. I'm going to say coolest core concept because of the th- third movie, not best world building. That is good. That's good. I was going to say it's not I feel like there's enough slapstick jokes about mythical creatures and a wedding to a transforming creature for us to put this under best Shrek adaptation. I would agree on the third one. Okay. But I would not agree on the other two. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Then we'll, we'll stick with, with best core concept. Okay. Because they did a good, they had a really solid core concept. Mm-hmm. It just kind of fell apart. So I can't give it best world building. No, they, they weren't quite there. Honestly, maybe they never were. But it's but, a very and, fun but idea. But we took it <laughs> in our mind. Yeah. It was there. It was there in our heads. <laughs> yeah. Our head cannon is solid. Yeah. ridiculous um okay so then that's what we've got coolest core concept i was really hoping like in my mind i wanted jack frost to be a really good villain Mm -hmm. like as a kid i just feel like i remember him being like ah great and so i really wanted him to go under best like best bad guy yeah but didn't make it there no yeah i thought it was fun but yeah i agree he he wasn't he wasn't like most memorable child villain i don't know who would i feel like we'll watch enough 
that we'll probably remember. Maybe somebody can tell us. We have a fun child villain. I want to see. Um, I would agree with um. Uh, from Anastasia. Did you ever see that movie? No. The bad guy in that movie. Okay. It's terrifying. Okay. Um, but that's for a future sode. When we watch Anastasia. When we watch Anastasia Great. at some point yeah, down yeah. the line. Go back to the nineties. Very that, much. Was that when Anastasia came out? I don't know. Well, we don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know because we're not going to look it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, guys. I think that's it. That concludes our claws. The claws trilogy. Yeah. Wait, are we doing the Santa Clauses? Do we have time? I mean, obviously, no. It's after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we could we'll, if we wanted to. We'll discuss it after. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't, then this is the end. <laughs> this is the end. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a fun ride, except for this last movie, which also wasn't terrible. I just didn't. I was disappointed. I wanted... Because we went step, and then I was like, okay, we belt onto the world a little bit mm. more, and then I wanted more. Yeah. And, and it really didn't it. deliver didn't what I wanted. But, you know, overall, I had a pretty good time revisiting It's this. a nice trilogy. Yeah. The first one is, like, just so classic, good yeah. Christmas movie. And the second one is not a bad sequel. And the third one is bad. But, you know. I imagine they bring more of the first movie energy into the TV show. I would think so. That's how most things get rebooted nowadays. Yeah. They mostly forget the, the sequel stuff. And then they just are like, what do people really latch on to and remember? And Did love? you see, this is not related at all, sure. um, that they're, re, they're doing a Narnia TV show on Netflix? Whoa, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Like readapting the books? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. It's better than a movie. Mm-hmm. Most things that, yeah, most things shine better in, in TV shows. Because you can work out more of the You spend stuff. more time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, cool. Hope so exciting. Out. Maybe we'll do Narnia. the same thing with uh, Percy Jackson on Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Avatar. They're making a new uh, TV show. Oh, The Last show. Airbender. Mm-hmm. They don't need Live it. action. How dare they? How dare they think they can step <laughs> where the last Avatar flew? <laughs> Disgusting. Bring your gross live action adaptation of timeless, perfect animation in here. I know. It, it's Avatar The Last Airbender is already good. It's gorgeous. There's nothing you can do to elevate it. <laughs> Some things are made for the medium they're in, Melissa. That's what I have to say. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't brought it up. Anyway, thanks um, for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> if you um... like The Last Airbender, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Um, please go and leave us a review. Uh, your comments are greatly appreciated. We only have one, and it's from my dad. Oh, I meant to read it out loud. <laughs> Do you want to? No, I'll read it next time. Okay, great. We'll save it for next time. It's honestly... <laughs> I love it. My dad left us our first review, and it's um, pretty awesome. It's so great. We'd like to get another. <laughs> Imagine two reviews. That would be sweet. It would be pretty wild. So, And yeah. if you're not related to me, that would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. That but I still wild. really yeah, appreciate yeah. all yeah, my yeah. family. <laughs> I very much love that your family listens. Walking into a room where your family is listening to our voices, though, is probably my nightmare. Sure. But it is very cool to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, um, please leave us a review, um, and we will catch y'all on the next 
movie. I don't have a cool catchphrase. Is that what I usually say? That is typically catch what you, you say. Catch you on the next movie. Yeah, we got you on the next movie. It just comes naturally to some of us, Elliot. Well, <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. That's it. Don't change. That's it. it. That's, that's your what I have. <laughs> Something that's clearly copyrighted. <laughs> it's or not trademarked. Their, it's not their slogan anymore. Is it not? No, they changed it. Oh, bold choice, Maybelline. I, I know, right? You had it. You had it all. <laughs> you threw it away for nothing. <laughs> Fine, I'll take it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Y'all. <laughs> See you on the next Maybelline. <laughs> that that's how Maybelline landed works. really well. That's how it works, right? That's how yeah. makeup works. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs>